We observe today not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom. It's American dualism. Welcome to the show. What? Hosted by your boys, Bob and Joe. Damn. So if you ain't heard it, then now you know. Yeah. Now you know it's the number one podcast, conversation and grass, sci-fi, politics, and many more topics. Keep the volume loud, cause this shit is popping. Sometimes gotta guess that just might drop in. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. Yeah. Shut up and just listen. Hello? Okay, it's going. Joe? Bet. We back? You do the intro. With American Dualism. We got our boy Eric Campbell. Haven't seen him in a long time. (laughs) He was on the line with us. He was on the O-line, but we'll forgive him for that. We'll forgive him for protecting Drake's pussy ass. Drake Pusateri? Yeah. (laughs) Perfect last name for him. Perfect last name for a quarterback. (laughs) It's good to be here, man. Thank y'all for having me. But no, I, we'd be happy to chill with you anytime. I I can't really count the number of times I've said to Bob, "Hey man, do you do you miss Eric? You miss Eric, <laughs> mm-hmm. David, Fred? Definitely, I miss man. those boys. We definitely miss y'all too. Like I said, definitely contact anytime, and we definitely coming. Yeah, man, we should party sometime. Don't, not that there's a lot of parties going on during COVID. It's not right now, but I I definitely can do it. Hey, after COVID, we'll have to have a reunion party. Honestly. I've been, me and Bob, Fred have been talking for years. I'm just trying to figure out why I can't hear it through the monitor, man. You can't, but Eric can? I, I don't think Eric can right now. Was it working for you? I, I think I was hearing some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I wish these technical difficulties would stop. Bob, can you hear this? Nothing's coming through my headphones. Can you hear this? Can you hear it, Eric? Is anything coming? It's, my, it's, it's on my side. It's my bad, people. Bob. It's I had, okay. I, I can adjust it on the headphones. Bob, what you got to do, dog? <laughs> All right, people. We knew it was your ignorance yeah, to begin it's with. It's my ignorance, like usual, but uh, honestly, that's perfect for the situation. Do you Bob. smoke here? <laughs> I don't smoke. No, actually, okay. I never really got no into problem. it. We're funny that's story. fine. Funny story, I actually did get high one time on accident. On accident? Tell it, um, please. It was a friend. Of, okay, so I met. <laughs> it was actually football freshman year. Really? And it was one of the, uh, I do not remember his name, but he was on the varsity team. On varsity. And he comes outside after practice, and he has like a bunch of brownies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like me, and remember Derek Bowling, he played a little mm-hmm. bit on mm-hmm. freshman year. I feel year. like I remember you telling you this. Man, so we were sitting there on the thing, and he, we're like, let's get one. And I ate one, I'm like, bro, this kind of tastes funny. And I was joking with him, I'm like, this is weed? And he was like, have fun. And he walked <laughs> off. And, and I got so hot. And then like, my mom picked me up like a couple bro. hours later, and I was legit the whole time trying to sit there and make her not know. I was just bro. like, you know what I mean? So yeah. Should. Yeah, it was yeah, funny you said. I'm like, mm. mom's like, how was your day? I was like, good. I'm just looking straight forward. I'm not trying to look at her. Like, I'm not, I don't want her to know. Like, why is your eyes red? I legit. I was like, oh no, it's the sweat. You know, the sweat from the helmet getting to my eyes. That's how it is. She's like, oh okay, I understand. And so, (laughs) bro, I've never had that happen. I would never poison you like that, Bob. Bob Lowkey has left brownies around once. Our little brother and my dad ate that shit, and they both got high as fuck. And my dad. (laughs) 
Of course, my dad went and just took a nap. Didn't even fucking notice he was getting high. <laughs> he just felt good. He's like, I don't know why. This man needs weed in his diet. It'll help him with his Dude, blood pressure. My dad went into bed at like 6.30 that day. <laughs> he didn't notice he nothing. Didn't nothing. He just like, I feel good. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah, it was a great nap time. <laughs> That's perfect, man. Dude, that's so funny that that happened to you. And that was like your only time? Yeah. Other than that, like I have, I hang around people who always Good for you for staying pure. Yeah, you know. Because honestly, I never had it in my goals to not do drugs. (laughs) It was my goal not to do drugs in high school, but... Loki, they do waste a lot of your time. They, a lot they of your fucking time. Like, when I was a child and we was in elementary school and they had to sign that dare thing, you know, I was really mm-hmm. big about contracts. I had them, you know, look into like I have to see, my lawyer has to see this. Now it's gonna be Bob. So <laughs> now I know, you know. I can tell you this from Bob business law, but any contract you sign as a minor is um not enforceable. Not, not enforceable. <laughs> no. Perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's really exciting to be in law school. Um I worked at Top Golf this past year. Yeah. And when you work a job, I was a server before I went there, mm-hmm. but I actually worked support while I was there. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever worked in the food industry. No. But the only good gig is the server. Yeah. Everyone or, else gets Like fucked. the cooks kind of yeah. have it decent. They get paid 15 at least, usually. Mm-hmm. But if you're a support, that means you're doing the, all the work. Like yeah. you're running the trays, you're running the drinks, you're doing all the heavy lifting, all the cleanup. Well, not all. The, the Bayhouse do a little bit of that. But really, you're doing all the hard work, and you're not getting paid for shit. I because heard, like, Fred told me. Fred actually worked at Patillo's in high school, and he told mm-hmm. me, like, the food industry is horrible. Ever since that, I've legit never worked in the food industry. Dude, I make sure any job I get, I'm like, I'm really not in there. You don't want to. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. smart, bro, because especially if you don't get hired as a server right away, they'll try to make you believe, like, there's pathways to becoming a server, but, like... Really, if you start as a server, you have pathways to begin more money as a server. At Top Golf, at least, they make you like an event host and like a platinum host and stuff. But if you start as a support, you're just trying to become a fucking bay host because that's where all the. When I was a server at AMC, mm-hmm. like I was started working there before like tipping was like really a normal a thing, thing at right. Yorktown. Like they switched it so that you. No way, I'm answering that. Um, <laughs> Nice Apple Watch, man. I oh, stuff. I won this from Top Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gave you got him, one too. I should have worn mine. I should have fucking gone, man. I always have my on to, cap, I'll share to my, track my. I'll calories. share my activity with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me know. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Bob and Joe doing. We get a competition. I hate those things. Bob always wins. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm An undefeated in my co- activity competitions until now. I'm losing two of them right now, and I'm gonna lose them both. Because the way it works is. You're, it's how you set your goal. The, so if yeah, if you set your goal for goals like 500 calories, they're gonna win. Anytime, half right. as much work. Yeah, because I set my goal for 1,050. I'm versing people whose goal is like 350 calories a day, and Holy my shit. buddy Andrew's goal is 750 calories a day. So his isn't that bad, but there's no way I'm gonna beat either of them. Alexis, Andrew, you're gonna whoop my ass this week. Uh, <laughs> but no, the thing about the food industry is I like small businesses and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad you moved to a small landscaping company. Working Never. for a small restaurant sucks ass. There's a new restaurant down the street. I worked there for like three months. I was a busboy and a freaking um, dishwasher. Mm-hmm. First of all, washing every dish in the building was kind of fun because I was the only <laughs> dishwasher. So it'd be me against how fast everyone can eat. But these fucking servers wouldn't even bother shaking the food off the plate. So I'd be 
emptying the plates, and throwing them in yeah. the dishwasher, scraping clean all the dishes that the people in the no, kitchen see, used. I did the same so type of shit. Basically, the dishwasher would be doing a shit job. Like there'd obviously be food on the plates, but I'd be putting these plates away, being like, "That's the best we're gonna do." You that people get stuck with these dirty <laughs> hey, plates. Hey, but just a random question: Do you recycle? Does your family recycle? Bro, why? I'm my father does. My mo- I'm gonna be honest. With you, my mother does not. It's That's okay. I'm, like I'm Recycling just surveying. Fake. Like up until I start when I started working at Top Golf, they never recycled. Oh, like, have you figured it out yet that plastic recycling? Okay, isn't okay. Real? Joe's actually right. What they do with plastic recycling is they ship that shit to China. And, and they have them put that shit it. in a so, landfill because the Chinese aren't actually recycling. Nah, They're paying us to it, take no. it, it, to recycle it, and they're putting no, it in a the, landfill. The fact is, they're probably not just putting it in a landfill, but the people who have to deal with it there are like getting Child plastic slaves. in their lungs yeah. and shit. Oh, it's shit. not good. Like, until we can figure out how to deal with our recycling here in America, that shit is fake. Joe's right yes. about that. Like, it's really not that important. I mean, I will say you should recycle, pe- especially them cans. Like, cans Recycling's are... <laughs> just meant to make middle-class white people feel, feel better, better about That's all exactly. the trash they put out at the corner because they get to think half of it's going to be used again. No, but... No, it's no, not. The thing Single-use is- plastics are never going to be recycled. No, if you're throwing away your <laughs> aluminum cans, you are hurting our future generations. Yeah, we can recycle <laughs> aluminum. Did you know that... They use aluminum in cans specifically because it's valuable enough to be worth recycling. I did not know that. Yes. I'm learning a lot of shit right now. Yeah, we exactly. used to use tin My cans. Smart. PSA on recycling right now. Bob talks <laughs> shit about the Coors like, brewing company because they're Republicans, but they invented the aluminum can in Colorado so they could recycle their cans that they shipped all the way to Chicago. He, he is right to out me. Like I say I <laughs> don't like buying Miller or Coors. They're the same company. I'm just saying you're the recycling guru and they invented it, Bob. So Dude, you'd be surprised you a weenie. how much of your stuff comes from the same corporation. <laughs> I'm not surprised about that. You're actually right. Like... There's basically an ice cream monopoly that's tied to the soap. You know what Unilever is? No. No, you wouldn't. They make Axe. They make Ben and Jerry's. Like Old Spice stuff like that? Wait, Unilever makes Ben and Jerry's? Yes, Joe. That's so sad. Unilever makes a lot of stuff. an independent company. (laughs) I do, too. I know what you do. Two motherfuckers named Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're really owned by Hashtag thank you, Ben or Jerry, for coming out to that Bernie Sanders rap. Oh, yeah. Just to... I did wanna... you vote in the last election? No, I did not. Do you oh, have okay. any well, political fine. leanings? Apolitical? Are you on that Black Panther grind? Black Panther grind, baby. Hell Black yeah. Black Lives Matter. There's you know a movie saying? coming out on HBO about Fred Hampton. I, don't know I heard about heard that, yeah. About yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to check it out. I've been watching a lot of stuff. Like I was watching... That I've watched The Social Dilemma. Have you seen that on I Netflix? Seen Dude, it's a documentary I have talking seen about a that. bit of that. That I shit is that, crazy. Like You definitely should check that out. Because I haven't watched that much of anything. I've been really addicted to YouTube. Yeah, Joe. Same, but what do you watch YouTube. on YouTube? Like, what's the stuff I you watch? Oh, history he stuff. Watches a lot. Yeah. I watch. There's this channel called The Caspian Report. It's run by. I think he's a Muslim guy because he does a lot of Arab. Like, he does geopolitics. Like, okay. He'll tell you about what a country's problems are, like Egypt's problems in that stuff he did about him. The country south of Egypt is going to build a dam that's going to literally dry up the Nile River. So obviously that's a problem for Holy Egypt, shit, right? being a country that exists because of the Nile River. So that sucks for them, but really good YouTube channel, Caspian Report. I watch too much bullshit. 
it's not bullshit. It's just so dope to talk to y'all about this shit. I mean, like, no, I mean, I watch Alex Jones. I watch he bullshit. bullshit. I watch some stupid <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Joe, Fred give me shit all the time. I watch some stupid shit too. I legit, <laughs> a couple years ago, I watched 90210. He was like, what the fuck are you watching you that for? That was my was shit. Um, <laughs> That's a good show. You could be a character in 90210. They need more diversity in that show. Tell Redo me about it. It. If they were to reboot 90210, you could be you the could big exactly. black I would love to be that big black character. Like the heavy hitter. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Saying like, Stupid ass shit all the time, you know. I, I'll be, I'll Eric, be that shit. Eric, here's the most guy in freaking um, fuck. No, Her, jo, listen to me. Eric would make a great Hollywood football player. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Thank you. Hollywood what? Hollywood football. Hollywood player. football you would. player. I, yeah. You go to any sitcom, you could be the football player. I actually auditioned for some stuff like you that. Did? That's funny. Yeah. They should have given the whole acting you. thing. Really? Yeah, I heard. I remember that you were into the whole. Yeah, acting like in thing. high school, I definitely was in the acting You'd be thing. Good very at, heavy. Have you tried voice acting at all? Yeah, I'm actually signed and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, hey. it's been going good. These five are you years part of the good. Screen Actors Guild? I'm getting there. Are you are. I'm, I'm signed in Chicago and I'm signed in L. A. Dude, that's awesome. So it's, it's going well actually. So that's lit. We definitely should see. Maybe we'll, we'll see you in one of those Chicago Fire PD audition for them. You have to come on here to promote. Projects that you of course, uh, of course, <laughs> we'll have man. you on anytime. Standing invitation, contact me anytime. Role, exactly. We'll yeah. promote you. We'll talk about whatever. Like, lately, I've been getting the mood like, I just wish I hadn't grown apart from certain people. Like, so? people Bro, that, like, I'm just lazy. The person I'll talk about on the pod, my buddy Matt Morales, like, mm-hmm. he was a teammate with me on sports performance, he played volleyball with me. Like, he was the only person from Glenbard East who came with me to sports performance. Like, I was trying to get my whole team to come with me. He was the only one. Like, he's the only one who stuck with me then. He came with me from sports performance to Hitman. Like, he really always had my back and was always with me in those ventures. And, like, I just stopped talking to him in college. And I'm just like, why would I do that? My advice to you is this. If you miss somebody... Reach out and talk to them because if somebody like wants to talk to you, it doesn't matter how long it's been, they'll want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel that thing, bad man. about like, not staying in constant contact with people. I was just about to say the same thing, Joe. Like I said, my boy Joe over there killing me. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like honestly, you if you think about how close we was in middle school and everybody mm-hmm. was, and then we get into high school and it was just certain like everyone was too busy doing their own things. Mm-hmm. And I think even right now, even it's been like five, six years since we graduated. Yeah, it's people doing their own thing, but it doesn't mean like I legit contact certain people. I run into people like I ran into mm-hmm. Joe at one point, like I run into, and it's just always love. So, yeah, everyone's doing their own thing and trying to, you know, do you basically re- adult. Do you remember me or Joe trying to convince you to stay on? I do remember. <laughs> I do remember, y'all. Like, I do remember. Eric, it was you guys. It was. It was. It was Fred, a lot of people. Fred, yeah, Fred, like, Fred, Fred Adrian, Fred. Chris Arrington. You know, shout out to him. It was a lot of people that I was like, Chris. man, like. What's going on? Like, definitely stay. But, you know, I had to do my own thing. I just couldn't, couldn't fuck with the football program. No, I mean, understand. dude, here's what I no say judgment. about the football program on blast. We had some of the worst, like, talent, talent-seeking coaches. The coaches were favorite, played favorites. They didn't evaluate talent. Dude, Coach Walters would straight, say straight to our faces, I let my professional coaches tell me who to play. And then, then I literally, I literally looked me and Bob in the no. face, he'd say, I'm going to recommend to Coach Walters that you two start yes. on Friday. And then I'd watch talk Walters, to Coach Walters say, Walters they're not playing. shake his head, and I'd be like, fuck you, Walters. Like, You're a liar. <laughs> he's such a liar. I literally That's watched him. Why I, I heard him say, Bob ain't starting. I'm like. It was a lot of reasons why I left. Like, again, freshman year I played, but the whole time I'm playing freshman year, football was never my thing. Like, you guys know. I'm, 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 I'm a gentle that. giant, so it was Dude, never really don't me. Don't you think 
you would have gained a lot by starting in like seventh grade. Like Maybe. that's when you know, I started. Funny, I played football in seventh grade, oh, but you I did? played in Westchester. Oh really? And so I didn't play out here in the Falcons, but I did play out there. My father. I was gonna say I'm pretty stuff. sure I remember oh, that's you right. playing. Your dad was I think a coach. I saw you yeah, on the so field. I played out there. But I, yeah, I definitely played. And then eighth grade, I didn't play. Then again, freshman year, and then I didn't play sophomore year. And then junior year, I that's came right. back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I don't no. even remember that you didn't play sophomore year. I just actually now I do. I played basketball I too. We tried to convince you to come back twice, <laughs> and we convinced you one yeah. time. Yeah. Honestly, thanks for just coming back junior year. No problem. I needed to come back junior year, and I came back, and then. I was gonna play senior year, but me and Walters didn't get just had different, you know, situation. I was like, you know, fuck this. I can't no, keep doing this. Sucks. I, I'm, a, I'm definitely a hard worker, but I'm a person that's like, if I'm working hard, I have it has to be reason that I'm there. You know what I mean? And oh if, yeah. If I don't feel appreciated, why the fuck am I here? You know what I mean? Like that's definitely how I felt with Walters. Like Walters legit had this big old plan of how who was gonna start and mm-hmm. who's gonna play ahead of time and everything. And then soon as like legit senior year started for us, he just said, fuck that whole plan. Like. Mm-hmm. From Drake being the quarterback to then change, yeah, like dude. everything was different. I'm like, what the fuck dude, is he doing? They really you know did I mean? fuck over Drake senior year. Yeah, man. I was like, like, what the hell? Why so, did we? What was that fucking kid's name? Chupy. It Chupy, was. Um, he was not as good as Drake. I'm sorry, he could you know throw the ball, but Drake could get Drake out of a could bad get a situation. First down out of anything, bro. <laughs> Drake could always get them it. eight, so, seven yards. It was just like a situation I couldn't take no more. Like, I think remember junior year, it was end of junior year for us. And I came to Walters, you know, he was saying bye to Eric Ivory and everybody like mm-hmm, that, you know, that mm-hmm. was ahead of us. And I remember telling him and Fred, I was like, man, I can't wait for senior. We're about to go fucking crazy. And then Fred was like, well, don't talk about it. Be about it. Be I legit it. <laughs> did not take no, that, my off season was not no fucking off season. You can ask Fred, like, I legit. I bet you were lifting a lot. I was lifting a lot. I did mixed martial arts. Me oh, and Fred shit. did mixed martial arts. Like, I was legit in, like, the best shape of my fucking life at this time because I legit one dude, and I was telling well, you. He looked pretty good right now. Just you know, something, something, you know what I'm saying? And I remember, like, doing, we, he was definitely my, you know, guy, Mark, shout out to Mark at Iron Dragon Gym. He was definitely pushing me to do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? So I get back. And so when we got back, and he was just like, yeah, no, I think we're going to have this guy start over you. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? fuck? Like, why is this who started? And I remember trying to ask questions. He's like, well, you got to talk to Bartolotta and this, this, and that. And I remember asking Bartolotta, like, why do you think that person's better than me? Like, he's obviously not. Like, I've been doing this for a minute, and he was just like, "Well, you know, yeah." I think Bartolotta was basically like he was just on some, you know what? I (laughs) it's not really up to me. Like you're trying to tell me it's not up to me without saying it's not up to me. So exactly, can we just talk about how Coach Walters was an ultimate pussy? And there's several concrete examples you can see why. Like number one, he'd say it's not up to me; it's up up to your position coaches, which is a deflection because he'd make the final decision anyway. But like the biggest piece of concrete evidence that he's a pussy. Is he is his took record. us out of our division for a better chance to win? Like, who the and fuck goes everything. to an easier division <laughs> because they're afraid they can't fucking win? Like, we were in the DuPage Valley Conference. We're in the middle of DuPage. Mm-hmm. And we leave because he's like, it's too hard. Can we... I mean, this may be pay to bring up now, but... Can we just talk about how we both didn't play on senior night? Y'all didn't no, play played. senior night? You're wrong. I, I didn't play on senior night. You let you play on senior night? I started, like... Most of my, I started every game my junior year. I started the first half of senior year. They still didn't let me play. <laughs> no, I, I got to play on senior night. No, That's I didn't lie. get to play. That's it, fucked up. Yeah, Bob didn't get to play because didn't you like not have? Like, oh, the start I was of the game. Yeah, you didn't have a full uniform. Up. Oh, I was missing. Which 
was your fault. It was. I did fault. remind you before we. It left was the my house. fault. I was missing like my thigh like pads. Yeah, come on, that's like they were there night. for they game time. He had the shit ready for game time. They come just on. wouldn't let me play. It's my own fault. I forgot. Him. Thanks for reminding that it was my <laughs> fault, Joe. These stories are more complete. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell. That was funny. Well, I'm not gonna let you lie to the audience. Nah, and tell nah. them that it's Walter's right. fault. You didn't nah. play. It's my own fault. <laughs> I gotta be more the organized. The rule was Can't. always very clear. You have to be ready at the end of warm-ups or you're not getting on the field. Man. You weren't ready. I gotta be better as an attorney. I gotta be but a no, better person Walters. in the future. Walters, <laughs> Walters, Walters was a trash coach. Took yeah, us out of the A DVC. lot of people talk. Every person now, I talked to on the football team said the Eric same to quit. You know That's who the other been. piece of concrete evidence. Eric didn't play senior. You know who <laughs> yeah. would have been Fuck a great Walters. varsity head coach? Coach Carlson. I fucking love Coach yeah, Carlson. Yeah, everybody Coach Carlson loves Coach Carlson. Is the best. He's like, the only man, reason D-Well played at all. <laughs> he's the reason, like, legit, I kind of wanted, I stayed freshman year. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to play. But Coach Walters was so dope, and the relationship that me and him had, yeah, which is so amazing, I was like, fuck it, like, I got to. He would legit say one thing to you, and you'll get so pumped up. Like, it could be the smallest shit, and you'd be like, fuck it, like, I gotta do like, what I gotta good do. Good job, Campbell. Yeah, that meant the world. So you'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" And I gotta go out there and do it again. Like, <laughs> it was amazing, man. Now you'd hit Drake when you're not supposed to, and Carlson would be like, "Nice hit." Luchas. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> now if we're really gonna do this right. We gotta talk some shit. Let's go. Who? And I think I know who you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. I, I have someone in mind. Who do you think wasted the most of their football potential, like from our year or the year before us, like? Who do you think wasted like the most? Not like, Mickey Farnham. He really it wasn't Mickey. To play Mickey football. like who wasted? You know who I would? T- you think you? I, I want to know who you think. Javon York. I wasn't gonna say Javon. You weren't gonna say Javon. I was saying Elijah. Remember? Him? Oh, it was I between those. Yeah, <laughs> he went and then like I think he was at a party or some shit like that. And he like uh, fucked everything up and like he couldn't start. Like he lost his scholarship and everything like that. Shit. From what I heard, so like I think that's. The biggest waste. Mm, you know I, mean, I mean, you're right. You're right because Malaysia could have made it to the NFL. Yeah, he was man. How dedicated that he was and everything. So I think a, I would say him. He borrowed my shorts once freshman year. Mm-hmm. I I gave them to him thinking I would never see him again. Like I I was just now honored. Bob's still I was prized. I was shorts. honored. I was honored that this man was asking to borrow my shorts. That's the way <laughs> I felt about it. I was like, really. Elijah, you want my shirt? I was the fucking opposite. Freshman year, he wanted me to go lift with him and Mickey and all them. I was like, fuck. Like, I, no. Like, I would have loved that type of opportunity. <laughs> and they did like a heavy deadlift. And like, legit, I remember like, trying to lift it. And I like, like I couldn't get it. Like, I was like, fuck. Like, fuck this. I'm good at deadlifting. I wish that was me. All Man, I that was me freshman year. Like, junior year and everything up, I definitely got better. But freshman year, I was not. That was my first time ever lifting oh, and really? all and everything. I was not good, man. People would always ask me, why aren't you with us in the lifting room? I'd be like, I'm a three-sport athlete. Everyone else would be like, I understand. Walters would be like, still, why aren't you with us in the lifting Dude, room? Like, he was literally I got other things to do, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got other things to do. I can't of be course. in your lifting room. Y'all did a lot of sports, aren't Dude. Hats off to y'all. Like, man. how come you're not at, at training really early in the summer? We got swim practice, coach. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so... I played volleyball at St. Ambrose. I was a three and a half year JV athlete. Oh, shit. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder, was it really smart of me to stop swimming competitively? No, bro. You should have done football at that school. You could have gotten on your team's football team. That is true. I definitely could have played football I'm not even lying. Your team's football team was trash. You could have played on that. I definitely. I went to Augustana. 
the funny thing is, there was this dude, Riley Perrine. He literally like has blonde hair, blue eyes, looks a little bit like me, except he's just bigger Jacked. and handsomer. Joe should and he been plays in that the same room. position as me. And I'm like, I just have to get off this team because I'm never gonna see Saturday. <laughs> Joe had it. Joe had his Eric Campbell moment. This <laughs> <laughs> guy's calling. But the moment. funny no, thing no, is, no. that guy quit the team too to do like CrossFit, oh, and I'm shit, like, how man. do you do CrossFit competitively? But apparently, he did. And I'm just like, well, good for you, man. CrossFit. Dude, I got to take it. Uh, th- you're, a picture of you in this jacket's going to be the thumbnail for this. <laughs> Do you remember perfect. Fetty? That's perfect. Coach, Coach Fetty? Fetty? Yeah, yeah. I love I fucking Fetty. love Coach Fetty. Coach I had Fetty's zero hour with Fetty so many times. And I remember our senior year, they announced over like the intercom that the next year, the band kids wouldn't even have to do gym because it would count as a sport. And I remember <laughs> walking right into my counselor's office and being like, You've told me three fucking times that I can't get out of zero hour, even though I'm a three-sport athlete. And I just heard over the announcement that these, fucking that band, these kids. band kids aren't going to have to do gym. <laughs> so take me out of zero hour right away. That's <laughs> Dude, that is funny. But um, So how's COVID been affecting you? COVID. Have you been more or less affected than most? Nobody's died, right? Nobody's died. It's been God. less affected. Like, bless up. My mom is like, serious about it like she is fucking terrified like i legit can't go any fucking where without like hearing like a good five minute speech of how i need to stay in the fucking house like anything like when it was really serious last year around this time i wasn't really going out because everything was closed obviously so what i would do is i'd go to my father's house and just hang out with him all day and like watch movies and stuff i'd still hear shit from that like you really going, going out, dads? Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going over here. Like, what are you talking? She's like, no, nah, like you need to take you. No one's taking this seriously, and you're coming like in the house all the time. You hang out, man. With like honestly, and he wouldn't let nobody really in either. He wasn't as strict. I couldn't have nobody over. Like, damn. Well, mom's house, it was yeah, way strict. Mom's now like, you can't go outside. Anything. If it wasn't for work, she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm just like, oh my god. So, other than that. Everything's been fine. Nobody in my family really. I just heard my cousin has got it because she's a nurse. Oh, that, well, that's unavoidable. And exactly. So, how old's your cousin? She's older. She's probably in her thirties. Oh, she'll so still be fine. Though. She's she's definitely fine. She's yeah. just like I just gotta you know stay away. So, other than that, everybody's been good. Um, I heard of certain other people getting it, but nobody in my family. That's the only person I know in my family has got it. So, I'm for, gonna be honest. When this thing was first starting, I was definitely hanging out with too many people, like here in the garage. <laughs> but I never got it, and I kept thinking, I still haven't gotten. I kept thinking, how have I not caught this shit yet? I have not been that careful. Because when it first started, I was going out to meet my girlfriend. And girls are stupid. She'd be like, let's go to the mall. And I'd be like, it's a pandemic. And she'd be like, still. And I'd be like, okay. Right. And when it got a little bit looser, I definitely was going out with friends and going out to eat and stuff like that. But but it really is kind of crazy how with the most minimal precautions, you can kind of avoid it. No, No, what's crazy is... Like, during this whole shit, Joe and I were both census workers. Like, mm-hmm. knocking, knocking door to door, door. Going door to door. Like saying, hi. They still didn't get it. Like, I worked... I was at fucking Top Golf, like, cleaning off these dirty-ass dishes. Like, sticking my hand in dirty silverware. Like, not even wearing gloves sometimes. Didn't get it. And right. I'm just like... And, like, other people at the, at the location. <laughs> like, we get these emails to the whole building, like... Someone you work with has gotten it. Like three, four, five different people have gotten it from the building while I was there. And I'm like, how am I getting this lucky? Like, <laughs> I have one of the more high-risk jobs. Like, it's not like... Uh, it's just... I'm a lucky person. No, like, I get you. My job's the same way. Like, we have to knock on people's doors as we're on their property to let them know we're there. 
And my boss was like really trying to get people like to knock. I was not fucking. I don't give a fuck what he said in that a meeting. I'm not knocking on any fucking door because I don't know what the fuck these people have, especially if they're home and not working themselves. I don't know if they got it themselves. So legit. People like, yeah, just put on a mask and knock on the door. I'm like, fuck that. They're just going to see me. Like, they're just going to know that I'm fucking there. You know what I mean? And just from the window. I don't give a fuck. So I was doing the same thing. I was just not avoiding it. Like, I'm not knocking on any fucking doors. Bro, I was knocking on doors. And for the census, people would invite me in. And I always wanted to say no. But I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going in. <laughs> fuck it. But you like, want to invite me in? Fine. Have, have you been following the death numbers closely at all? No, not really. We've crossed we, half a mil. Yeah, we're America. past. We've killed way more people than who died in World War Two. Okay, my, I know it's a bad comparison. This statistic makes me so fucking mad. They're like, more people have died than died in World War Two. First of all, if we're talking about how many Russians we're or talking Chinese about people Americans. died, we're nowhere close. So that's just like <laughs> saying more people died than the people who sat on the sidelines for most of World War Two. Like. Not a correct statistic to compare Joe's it to. Joe's right. And if we compare it to, to the, the Spanish, Spanish flu, flu, which was a disease that happened during World War One, we're nowhere near that number of fucking deaths. Of course, they do certain statistics to scare people. Yeah. It's just you know, like, it's like a... What's it? But my, the only reason I bring it up, and a statistic that's actually accurate, is we're averaging about a 9-11 a day. And again, <laughs> that does sound really bad. But how many people die in America on that? I mean, the I, reason I'm not I bring that no up dying. is to just point out how disproportionate America's response to 9/11 like, was. Diseases yeah. kill a 9/11 a day all the time. Not every day does Osama bin Laden fly two planes into two of your nation's landmarks. It wasn't just the number of people that died that made 9/11 scary. It was the symbolism that an airplane was able to fly into our Pentagon and the Twin Towers, and they were going for the White House at the same time. God damn. God, bless, God bless those people from Pennsylvania. No, I'm they serious. They're the only down. flight that... No, no, no. I know you're I'm just saying, damn, like, Joe's deep, man. Those, <laughs> I, honestly, wherever, I, ever since I was a kid, when, I, <laughs> Thank heard, you. Thank when you. I heard the fact that one of the planes didn't make it to its target because the people on board decided to fight back and... Make the the plane ground like that is honestly that's heroic heroic sacrifice and like it really shows how selfless those people were that yeah. they were they just said fuck it we're not allowing this plane to get to where it's going like that's like Joe was talking about how a few days ago about how collectivist the Chinese are and how individualistic. Americans are, well, but I made the I argument really that. that through our individualism, we have a stronger and more vibrant collective. Well, I don't you think agree. so? Yeah, I, I think we're stronger collectively. I just don't think it's because of together. our individualism. Yeah, I think everyone's like, we're so segregated. The world's getting more and more segregated every year. But we don't oh, need to shit. be segregated. We don't Eric. need to, we're but like... all Americans, You're honestly right, it. and I wish it was like that. But What's, you got to think of people's, you know, political stance. You got to think of the whole Black Lives Matter versus but All Lives Matter. What all is these the most are, rampant form of segregation today? Well, segregation wait, I is ask, definitely political. I think social media. I think the most That's rampant true. form... It's social, social media is how the biggest people thing segregate keep, themselves. Exactly. I was just going to say gender is the biggest form of no. Gender? I don't think it's bigger than social I mean, media. You're right, like... I mean, the way we tend to focus on it is actually like... I think the gender discussion right now has never been more toxic, but we're still not segregated by gender, Bob. Like, when you go to work, do you I work with all saying. men? I get your point. It is like, a, like you said, it is basically toxic, but 
I don't think it's yeah. You're social right. media it's, is it's definitely big. Like, it is a factor though. There's worse things going on yeah. right now for sure. But like, I think politically, media, I think you're right. Like, I want to keep talking about how America segregated stuff and the problems with gender and race and stuff. But I have one question for you that we've been asking oh, all our guests. Media. Would you take the vaccine if you could take no. it, or do you have? So you do have vaccine concerns. <laughs> yeah, it's a situation. I want to. So what are your concerns about? I want to see what the fuck it is. Like, okay, I'm just the type of person that's like, the government don't tell us every fucking thing. You know what I mean? I yeah, feel like yeah, they always yeah. have like a except they agenda. won't tell us that they poisoned Missouri. They won't tell they us won't any tell of this shit. It so it's like I'm not just gonna take a thing just because you say it's. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Like you even remember growing up as a kid. I think one thing about being American, or even a child, is like. You always ask questions. You remember being that kid, I was asking, well, why? Oh, yes. Well, why? Well, why? So your parents would be like, oh, take this or take this. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Like, you want to know why. There's I nothing wrong with that. Kid. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I think every kid has that stage. So, like, <laughs> legit, you know what I'm saying? It gets to the point where, like, I hate that. Well, why? Then you get, you know, don't ask me fucking why. Just do as no, I fucking told. Like, take this it. goddamn thing. Eventually, the answer is you just got to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you're telling us to take this vaccine. I don't know what the fuck's in it. You're just telling me it's good, but I don't know. Like, I'm going to sit back and see other people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How they take it and see. Do you know about so, CRISPR? Bob, I'm going to get to that. First of all, do you know the first vaccine ever was like oh, yeah, cow pus? Is... Ew, like, yeah. Well, the, the first the story, answer to my Joe. question of for why you should take this vaccine is you're lucky this one's not made of cow pus. Because with <laughs> Tell the Spanish about the milk flu, maids. Yeah. the milkmaids in like Philadelphia were unaffected they by the fucking virus. It. So some like... He wasn't even a scientist. He was just a good Samaritan <laughs> trying to find a way to inoculate, like, keep his son alive. He fucking goes, takes a fucking needle, sticks it into this pus coming out from the udder of a cow, gets, like, a decent amount of it, and ejects it in his own son, and he's like, boom, it works. That's <laughs> no, how the first vaccine was tested. Oh, my God. So the reason you should take this is, number one, it's not it's just not fucking ghetto. cow pus. <laughs> So you should be lucky with that. But the real answer that they can't answer all the questions about what's in this vaccine is if you really, really tell people the science behind CRISPR, which is the stuff that it's basically this genetic technology that they've used that can to make this anything. mRNA vaccine. If you knew all the shit that CRISPR was capable of doing, you probably they've, wouldn't take the vaccine anyway. They've already started. They can do literally anything with this shit. You want to make a fish-dog hybrid? You could do that with hey, CRISPR. Let me you want to make about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It's possible Joe, with CRISPR. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's my shit. In Florida, they're Well, that using, vaccine might make you into a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It won't. Cool. It won't do that, it but it could. Be Michelangelo. In Florida, they've already started using... Good pick, Michelangelo. CRISPR <laughs> to... Produce these genetically modified mosquitoes mm. that, when released out into the mosquito populace after three after generations, three generations they're the, infertile. Yeah, the mosquitoes. So can think no about longer. this: with the same technology, they could do the same thing to you. Yeah, so like three generations <laughs> down the line, take you could be infertile. The, the reason but they do it with mosquitoes, they're not going to do that. We would never do that. That'd be a waste of money. <laughs> but yeah, this is a waste the, of money. The strategy with mosquitoes is to basically make them die off through reproduction so that they can't spread malaria. No, it's to me, it doesn't even make them die off. It makes it so when they reproduce after three generations that all of them are one gender or the other and that way they can't reproduce with each other because, you know, I can't fuck Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't have a little Bob Joe. No. But the real <laughs> answer about why they can't explain this shit is if you knew how powerful the technology was behind it, 
you might not take it anyway. I am really, I'm sad that nobody wants to take this vaccine. Dude, it's I've not I've been so hyped you. about CRISPR honestly, ever since they discovered it. Like, I honestly want to go back to school and become a genetic scientist. Because the one reason I didn't do that is because they told me that doing, like, genetic manipulation takes years. Yeah. And you got to read through a long-ass list of numbers and, like, find the different trait one at a time. CRISPR, don't have to do any of that shit anymore. We didn't even ask Dean if he was going to take it. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did? He said, yeah. Dean? Yeah, our buddy Dean. Uh, Dean Maldonado. He's he's my Mexican friend from choir. Okay. I don't know if you knew I was in choir, but I was in choir. You in choir? You was in them high notes? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a baritone. I hit those mid notes. Okay. Those mid notes. But... You know, there's a thing in choir. Like, that was an old thing in the Middle Ages. They'd cut a dude's nuts off, and he'd be a... I forget the name for it. It'd be like a tenor, something soprano, an alto soprano. It's a dude who's a soprano because he snipped his nuts and he never hit puberty, so he can hit those high notes. I didn't know that. There's fucked up shit in every field, man. (laughs) Glad they didn't snip my nuts. Yeah, there's one or two people that are still like that. Like they got chemistically castrated as a kid. They're from Europe, though. Their parents were crazy. That's fucked up. But. What were we talking about, man? I'm oh, sorry. we were talking about how people segregate themselves. Oh, it's yes. annoying. Yes. Dude, and you, you want... Actually, I want to hear what you want to say about social media because this is a topic oh. we want to just, talk about. Okay, so this is a this is, uh, documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. I just watched it just because it has someone on the background. You know how you scroll through your phone mm-hmm. and shit? Which is funny because ironically I was on social media. <laughs> but they were, <laughs> they were talking about how in social media... For example, all three of us in this room right now, if we go on Google and we type in climate change is, different things are going to pop up for all of us. Yeah. There's legit people who watch what the fuck we post and what we scroll through on our phones, how long we look at it, everything to study us. And the thing about that is what they're saying that is, is going to be a bad thing is because what they do with that situation, that's how they sell it to these big corporations to sell you the things. Like, have you ever been like, you know what? You know what I haven't had in a long time? I haven't had Dairy Queen in a long and time. And then it shows up in your And then it pops up feed. on your like social media or some shit. You'll be like, what the fuck? Like, are they listening to my shit? They are. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. So, if you say something out loud. Exactly. So when it came to, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, dude, that happens you to me all the cool time. You don't know what's cool, though? Like, it's the word is escaping me. What the fuck is it? The election. I'm sorry. The election. Yeah, you're fine. You're yeah. fine. You ever seen Avengers when he's like, ah, oh, with some little little people? Children. Yeah. Children. <laughs> Children. Sure. So, I'm like, yeah. So when it came to the election and everything, they noticed that like when it comes to social media, people have obviously conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And if you click on them, they legit on social media all day, every day. Uh-huh. Keep you in this bubble of stuff that you've already seen. You, know, you ever go to YouTube? You know, you point that out, and that's scary. That if you're into conspiracy theories, they'll auto recommend you. They'll auto recommend that shit. stuff. And then like. And you're, even you go on YouTube and you listen to a song, it's on your for you. Like, they choose everything that you keep around yourself. So, yes, it's great that we all come together, but they legit, social media is keeping us all segregated. So, me and you can have different views on shit, and because what you look on your social media and people that you have, I'll have the same thing, so therefore we'll have different points, and they keep it like that. I well, bet I could fix the algorithm. Well, I could make could. the algorithm, a so few once in a while recommendations. it recommends a counterpoint. Like yeah. the opposite of what a, you want. Well, honestly, your friend group can help your algorithm be better. Like a few quality recommendations from your friends can inject a more diverse, like variety. It could of, if your friends weren't listening. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. You have a group of Which friends that why, legit listen and do the same stuff that you do. If you and you recommend true. it to your friends, bro, I just seen this video and they was talking about X Y Z. You should watch it. It's fucking crazy. 
And then you, their friend watches, now they're in the same bubble now as you. Now they're in the same So, you know what I'm saying? So, when you go out and you do talk to people, and they have different things, people are like, oh, no, they're just biased. No, it's if, also you being biased, you wanna, too. If you want, like, a good source that will try to do both sides... For rising. For, oh, he's talking about politics. For politics. Like, yeah. politics. Rising, they do. They have a daily show. It's like one of them's a Democrat. The other one's a Republican. They're both popular. They're both Great progressives. Show. Best political show. You don't need to watch it. But it's yeah. only for nerds. <laughs> it's not only for nerds. Like They do quick. Like It's not like... I watch some no. shows that are like an hour once a week. They're only like 10, 15 minutes a day. Like That's It's perfect. pretty quick to watch. Like, so... No, keep going. They, they'll get you in on, like, the important news. The other show that I watch, like, a podcast I listen to every day, it's called The AM Quickie. It's seven, eight minutes, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you about every They're news story you need to hear He's about. just trying they to make you little, more of no, a leftist. No, 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 no. He's, <laughs> like, they he's, tell, I'm not saying listen to the spin. All I'm saying is, as far as getting you no, the news fast, nobody does it quicker. But the thing is, though, like you just said, there's also news that does it, though. You got to think of Fox. You got to think of CBS. They also have biased Opinions that yes. when they give you the news, uh, they give it to a certain. I'll point. say this about Fox. I've made fun of them for years for that moniker, fair and balanced, fair and balanced. <laughs> like y'all ain't fair or balanced, right? But at least they fucking recognized that Trump lost the election. They were fair enough to mm-hmm, read the goddamn mm-hmm. numbers. That's the most annoying thing is all these people you running got, around you, saying the election has been stolen. They're not counting the votes. Guess what? I was an election worker, not in this election, but in the primary. They're not cheating. They have a Democrat and a Republican sitting next to each other, accepting each vote. There's two parts of the system. Every single polling place has an annoying Democrat and an annoying Republican looking for you to fuck up. I walked in in a Bernie shirt, and they're like, you can't wear that here. They're on the ballot. And one of the Democrats in there is like, he can't wear that in here because he's not on the ballot. And that's every (laughs) polling place. What are you going to do? Pull pull one over on Americans? We're all nosy sons of bitches. It's not going to happen. Joe's right. Like, There's just too many Karens out there who are going to be like, Eh, you can't do that for there to be significant amounts of election fraud. Like, yeah, honestly, it's not computerized. And all these people are like, oh, the Dominion systems have been hacked by the Venezuelans. I really, really doubt that Venezuela could get in shit from maybe the Russians can get in, but not our election shit. That's it's all on paper. Like they print it out at the end. I've seen it. It's very very intricate. It's you can't fucking cheat it. Have you ever heard of Nina Turner? I believe so, dude. Oh, she's running for Congress in Ohio. We can't vote for her, but I'll send you her podcast. You should look up like <laughs> yeah. just a video of her speaking. She she's, might inspire you. She's to vote the in new the next wave. Yeah. She's Nina the Turner's new wave great. of black collaboration, if you ask me. Like as far as fighting for things that are gonna help the average black man in America. She's fighting for universal health care. She's fighting for a for green $15 new deal. Minimum She's fighting wage. for the $15 minimum wage. She is trying to create change for the average working man. And, and I like, love her slogan because she has this thing where she says, Hello, somebody! And it gets me so revved up. I yeah. love her so much. Yeah, she's very... She was one of Bernie's uh, Nina Turner. Nina, and, Nina Turner. And another person who just won their election, um, Reverend Raphael Warnock. Did you hear about that in he, Georgia? He's no, we he, won the election. He won a Senate seat in Georgia. He is a pastor at Martin Luther King's old church. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so he's very literally trying to continue his dream and his mission in Congress. And like he's done one up on Martin Luther King. He actually got elected. So like 
he's really the closest thing to keeping like Martin Luther King's dream alive that we have in modern politics today. So like, there's a lot of exciting things happening on the front of black liberation. I got a question about social media since we were talking about, do you think social media makes it easier for people to not talk to each other? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, Why do you think that? Because I have my own. Opinion. It's a balance. Like I said, from even from the documentary, they were even talking about these are people who legit worked at Facebook, worked at YouTube, worked at Instagram and stuff like that. So they were all in talking about it. The future, it can go either way. The great thing, because we have great technology from mm-hmm. so fucking quick. Like I said, our parents grew up with a lot of certain things. And now look what the fuck we all have. Mm-hmm. So we have legit information at our fingertips. If we like, you know, we were sitting there. What the fuck is... X, Y, Z, we can legit Google it mm-hmm. and find out mm-hmm. all the fuck we need to know exactly. on our phone. We can phones. literally hear the opinions of Chinese people through YouTube. Exactly. Never and everything. Even this podcast, we can legit reach out to anybody out there who's going through anything and like, let me listen to Bob and Joe shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they can do it. So it can go either way. There's good, I think it's good and bad in anything. Like yin and yang. You know what I mean? So, yes, when it comes to situations of like you said, not talking to somebody? I mean, with people you already know, like people who are in your lives, I feel like having the option to reach out to someone over text or through like direct message via like any of the Insta, social media, you know, yeah. it gives people an opportunity to basically shut down communication. Like before I've even knocked on your door or looked you in the face or tried to communicate with someone like on a real human level, they can look at whatever I wrote to them, say, that shit's gay, and they can block me. <laughs> they can judge then, me without ever going to see If they yeah. block exactly. me, now it's aggressive for me to go knock on their door mm-hmm. and apologize in person because they made it clear they don't want to talk to me. Exactly. And now it's harassment. Dude. And now they have a digital barrier they can lock me out of their life in without even looking at me or treating me like a real person. Exactly. And they was legit even talking about it on the documentary. Do you remember we were in, obviously in middle school together? Yeah. Yes. And they said the... The teen depression and suicide was like it's rising. Low. It's a, like it all time plummets. High. You got kids legit talking about, man, this person didn't like that many pictures on my profile. So then they get depressed, and then now it starts that. So it's a lot of things. Just oh, I messaged them, and they didn't message me back. It says red here. It says seen, but they just ignored me. And like social media has this big powerful thing that people don't even realize. How many times you picked up your phone without even realizing you're picking up your phone and scrolling through social media? You be like, oh fuck. So. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying, Joe. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. I, I so, hey, man, I'm happy I haven't checked my phone since you've been talking here. Talking about happy I haven't looked at it. Talking about depression, I saw the saddest thing on Daily Mail today. I shouldn't go on Daily Mail. It's like one of the worst news things to look at. But this mom, Omira Meyer, she killed her three sons and, and her herself. two stepsons herself and burned down the house all because her husband wasn't like, sleeping at the house he was sleeping at someone else's house just Mm -hmm. because logistically it was closer to his work and i'm just like how does someone decide to do that she was only 25 she was two years older than us she had like her whole life ahead of her exactly her kids whole and in her like suicide note like she said sorry oh i let my demon what demons man it uh, it really makes you think like you just gotta be Using mental health and an excuse like that, I really think, like, damages the whole mental health, like, discussion. <laughs> so? When you, yeah, you just need to try harder than writing a note, and that that's not okay. I, I get what you're saying. I don't think it's okay either, but honestly, I feel like we never know what demons people are facing, man. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you two 
were raised in obviously a loving home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, my boys. Yeah. Yeah. Some people grow up through fucked up things. Yeah. That's how certain people become serial killers and shit like that. Like it's a fucked up situation. So I mean, as much as I would like to sit here and say it's easy for her to reach out, you never know. I've, I, I had mean, a girlfriend at one point who had chronic anxiety. Like the basic things for her to do were way harder for her just because of her anxiety. Oh, and yeah. you can't control it. I think the worst thing ever to have somebody do is when your own mind, mm -hmm. who you oh. are, is the enemy to yourself. You can't mm -hmm. stop thinking certain I, things. You can't stop feeling this pressure. In middle school especially, I dealt with a lot of like struggling within my own thoughts. Exactly. Just like, you get so down on yourself without even without saying anything. Without even trying anything. to. Like, and then like other people on the outside are looking in like, what the hell's going on with him? You in, know what I mean? In like school, it's like a hyper competitive like people always trying to like get their their one foot up like be one like especially if you're like I was always perceived as like a jock in high school like me too people I only played two years yeah, that's exactly people, <laughs> people will target you like for social credit points at that point like mm -hmm. especially if they think they can goof on you or like make you seem stupid like you two are some smart motherfuckers so I know <laughs> no, but, but they'll still come they'll still come stupid. after you like yeah. Like, and it's just kind of sad that, like, that's not how you improve yourself socially. Like, you don't need to step on other people's necks to make other people. It's, it's actually better to help other people up, have other people see that, and then they'll respect you for being, like, a collaborator, for being someone they can rely on. Like, I totally agree. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't know what... Listen, you got to have... Kind of be kindness to everybody. You don't know what people are going through at home or... Whatever situation, everyone's fighting demons in a certain way. It, yeah, dude. And I think you this may sound harsh, <laughs> but I think part of the conversation that really does need to like people need to fight on this line again is that whatever you're going through, you gotta pick yourself back up. And I don't you mean do, that in like a, is, I don't though? mean that in a harsh like you're not going through anything. Get back up. I'm saying. Whatever you're going through, whether you've had your leg blown off in a world war or whether you're dealing with anxiety and your life feels mundane and it feels like your problems aren't that serious. No, your problems are serious. But the solution to both those problems, the serious one of help. getting your mm -hmm. leg blown off or like the mental one of dealing with your demons, you got to pick yourself back up. I agree. But my thing is with the also saying that is some people don't know how to pick themselves up. Mm -hmm. They don't know the first step of doing that shit. Like you just said, in middle school, you know, you were going through your thing. Did you know at that time what to do and how to do the thing? I kind of just figured it out without... You figured it out as out. you got older a nah, little bit. Like, all I did was what I was already doing. I just got better at reading, and mm -hmm. I was a little bit... I mean, I need to get back in the gym now. <laughs> like, I was at my peak when I was really looking physically, like... Yeah, that's mm. the best piece of advice that Joe Rogan... <laughs> work out. Everybody. Work like, out work every out day. Work out once Do something hard that, every day, you'll feel better about yourself. You definitely mm -hmm. will. Like, you definitely will. I also I meditate. I'm getting into dude, meditation and shit. Meditation Have is, you ever done I yoga? I can't meditate. I've never done yoga. I started doing... Really? I'll sit there. I know some mindfulness exercises. Like, I know the... Five, four, three, two, one, and I know square breathing. Oh, I rec I highly recommend to you. This is not even just because of the copy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna recommend. So you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna rec recommend to the audience, but I'm also recommending it to you or mm -hmm. even you, Bob. No, I'm not going sure. through it. There's a thing on Netflix. Again, I'm, that's all on fucking Netflix. Called Mind to Meditation. Mind it's, to Meditation. Mind to Meditation is gonna help you do that. One episode. You're actually gonna even do it with him. You're gonna concentrate on your breathing. He's gonna teach you what to think about, how to do it. Legit, one of my favorite things he did in the first episode was. Like you said, I remember starting off at one point, and they were talking, you just got to breathe. You got to focus on your breathing. And your mind would just kind of scatter. You'll start thinking of certain mm -hmm. things. Like, hmm, I wonder 
what am I going to eat tonight? Or, you know, whatever the situation <laughs> is. And then they'll be like, yeah, your mind is going to wander sometimes, but you just have to. It's like they give the best uh, connection of, it's like you're sitting on the side of the road and you're seeing two ways of traffic going by. Your mind is going to have thoughts. That's equivalent of you running up to one of the cars and trying to keep up with speed. <laughs> All you have to do when you do that, because your mind's going to do it, it's not, it's not going to not happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All you have to do is, you know, step back a little bit, think back, and watch them again keep going by. Because your mind is going to go through different thoughts. You do that, like I said, it's, they have different episodes for different things, how to let go of pain, anger, stuff like that. I what show is this? Uh, guides. Let me see. Mind to Meditation? Yeah. Dude. Something like so, that. yeah, just to remind y'all, today's episode of American Dualism has been brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't, but I love Netflix. No, yeah, you know what no I'm saying? No commercials. Um, I, I'm always hassling my mom for watching commercials and shit. You know, I hate when my mom Dude, watches regular honestly, I do the TV. same thing. I'll be like, yes, yeah, guide to meditation. God, to meditation. Like, there's so I'm much sorry. shit. We pay for all these subscription services, and my mom's still watching, like, regular-ass, like, infomercials <laughs> on CBS, and I'm like, what the? What? I'm the same way. I even got Hulu where they don't have commercials. So when I find out people have Hulu commercials, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You oh know why God. I had Hulu with commercials? Because I had the deal where I also had Spotify. Which is smart. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if I legit just, I just had Hulu by myself. So I'm like, I'm not getting no fucking commercials. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go big or go I home. Fuck out of when here. When that shit expired, you know, I didn't have Hulu anymore. Have you seen um, Handmaid's Tale? No. That's What's so oh, That's good. on Hulu. Um, it's so, just a show about an alternate future for America where, where like, you know how they tried to there. take the capital? Yeah. Imagine well, in that they show, they took a, the but basically the same type of thing, like a far right group kills the Supreme Court, blows up Congress, kills the president. So they get all three branches of the federal government the and time. they set up their own fucking crazy religious state and like... The regular U.S. government has to flee to, like, Alaska and Hawaii, but the 50 continental United States gets taken over by this far-right Mormon group that that bans abortion, of course. That's what they always wanted. They want to kill us all just so they can force women to have children. And it's actually crazy. They respond to climate change by dragging the country back to, like... 1800. So everyone just like has no cars anymore, computers, except Except for the party elites. So it's like if there was a far right socialist like takeover of America. Great. And this is a show or a movie? It's a show. Show? Show? Okay. I'm surprised you haven't heard about it. Three now. I've only seen the first two, and I haven't seen any of them. It's called Handmaiden's Tale because the people in the red. Apparently, there was a birth crisis, like a bunch of women worldwide are more infertile and that's part of why these people took over is so they can force the women who are still fertile to have kids all the time and those are the handmaidens that's fucking crazy it, it's a fucked up show it's a really good I'd watch. say it's one of the best ones on Hulu it's a prime yeah. example of one of these topics that like gets blown up on social media just because of how like polarizing the subject matter is and like the thing about social media that I think is, like, fucking up society most is twofold. Like, one, it's distracting us from, like, getting information from, like, real sources. Like, reading, especially for our generation, is probably, like, an all-time low. Like, I'd, I have a hard time finishing books. And I'm an actual, like, college... Like, I read what I'm assigned and stuff, but, like, I'm trying to finish um, Snowden's book right now. I heard um, about this. Yeah, I, I'll let you borrow it when I'm done because yeah? it honestly okay. delves deep into like how there's a whole ass copy of the internet that the government's keeping and like, bro, that's 
they already have a backup. Tell me about it. They have a backup in Japan. So if we get nuked here, they still have access to everything they've saved. Like, Snowden's really an American hero. And it's kind of a shame that people like him and Julian Assange are still being persecuted by our government today for what essentially amounts to, like, the only legitimate journalistic efforts that have gone into documenting these type of violation our government is breaking its constitution by recording us like this like this clearly violates our privacy rights Mm -hmm. okay while we're on about this Mm -hmm. trump had the opportunity to pardon snowden Mm -hmm. and this dude julian assange but how do you feel about him pardoning lil Lil wayne and kodak black (laughs) free my people (laughs) i'm happy actually i'm happy it's cool it's cool you know what i mean I, i think it's dope that he Pardon them or whatever. Like I mean, it's okay. Lil Wayne was going down for having he a gun. Lil this Wayne is America. Sentence. Everyone's supposed to be allowed to have guns. Yeah, I don't he, care if he's a felon. I think he had. It wasn't registered to him. I think he scratched the. It wasn't registered. Yeah, yeah, which is like, felon. Duh. you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he got caught with a gold-plated Glock. That's badass. He can't go to jail for that. Now the lesson is. People, don't scratch your serial numbers off. It's going to get you in more trouble. Like, and legally, I mean, my thing is, like, Lil Wayne has a lot of people in his entourage. One of them could have a legal yeah, why gun. didn't they hold it? Exactly. That, like, that's the point we certain ways make. to do it. So, I mean, <laughs> especially if you're in a limelight hold like his that. Own gun. Exactly. In that limelight and stuff like that, you kind of have to think different ways, you know, so yeah. you won't be in trouble like that. Especially if they want to see you down. Like, but you know, but know what he was thinking? Also, he was thinking, if I don't hold my own gun, I'm not a real one. Exactly. Yeah, like, honestly, that probably dude, was what he was from thinking. His, that's exactly like he has to maintain an authentic personality. Like mm-hmm. I understand like how it happened. How he might feel like he has to be willing to be tough like that because you hear Lil Wayne raps like yeah. he, he's a savage. But yeah, we're a fair and balanced <laughs> podcast, so we're gonna give Donald Trump the credit. Thank you for pardoning our boys, Kodak and Lil Wayne. What's your favorite Easy. Lil Wayne song? Me don't right now, me. like don't do that. To I can me. always, I can always like freestyle. Six foot, seven foot. Man, when that but, song dropped, I fucking loved that. So that was on repeat. Mm-hmm. When he dropped that, that was like I won't even say that was his prime. That was like it was kind of close to it because like everybody was playing that shit. That was that song was amazing. That, how the, his flow, the way he rapped it. That was my shit. You the know only I mean? reason I can rap it is because I was listening to that shit over. Well, we're talking about rap. I know you and Fred have tried to release in some rap. You got any good tracks to recommend on the pod? Oh, man, I got a couple. You know, on everything's on right now. My shit is on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud? I am dropping some shit this year. You know what What's I mean? your name on SoundCloud? Blast it out to Trevez is my Trevez? middle name. Yeah, T-R-E-Y-V-E-Z. Trevez. That's definitely, that's me. I got a bunch of songs with Fred. I got some songs with a friend of mine. Went to South Keenan. I grew up with him, so... Yeah, there's a lot of songs on there. You who, know you, I mean? who you got pr- producing your stuff? You got. I don't really have a producer. I have an engineer and stuff like that. Oh, so. you do have an engineer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, his name Jimmy Reynolds. He was. Uh, he actually started out in Lombard. Uh, Glenn Allen. Hell yeah. Hey. I remember when we was in high school, actually. He um, was doing stuff in his basement. He had like, everything set up. He went to college for it and everything. So he's smart with it. That's my boy. Dude, that's um, JOP Audio. If anybody out there is trying to start a career, whether it's singing, rapping, anything, my boy does it. JOP Audio, look him up. He definitely does everything. He, that, that's my boy. I, I've actually been meaning to tell you about two people. One, my buddy Hunter Top. He, he goes by Top's Bob music. Bob's roommate from, uh, from... He didn't go to school for music, but he's definitely studied more about music than he did his stuff. It would be cool if he made a song with 
Hunter or Marco because yeah. both of our boys and are Marco, good at You remember Marco Ivancevic, right? I believe so, yeah. He went to middle school yeah. with us. Yeah, he's been on the pod a bunch. I honestly would recommend you listening to some of our episodes with him because okay. they're our most informative episodes. <laughs> but yeah, he still does music. He put his SoundCloud on private. Like, I'm like... Coward! I <laughs> wish it was still up there to recommend to the people because Marco is like... He's always been a musical He's genius. He's in Princeton right like, now for grad school. Every time he comes on the pod, I joke with him. You made a mistake not committing yourself to music, bro. Come on. You made a mistake. We always fuck with him. I think, yeah, I definitely, I have no problem doing music with them. And then, yeah, my SoundCloud is things public. But yeah, so no, I'll, I'll share you some. I'm just, I'm going to check out your SoundCloud stuff. after Definitely. You. I'm going to legit, like, <laughs> make that step and go. And honestly, and my buddy on. Problematic, he would be happy to rap with you. Yeah. He's from New York. It's honestly a miracle that I ever met him. Like, it was my... Second semester, senior year, he moves into the doghouse. I had a townhouse with my boys. Like, mm-hmm. shout out dogs. But um, he came, and honestly, it was like heaven sent. Like, the best person to fill that last spot in our house. Like, he rapped with... I have a song, well, Hunter has a song out with him on Apple, and like, it's called Blue Dream. Okay. Highly recommend. Yeah. Dude, he's one of the most creative guys I've ever met, and... If I could put you two together to, on a song, that would be amazing. <laughs> Serious question yeah. about social justice. How do you feel about white people saying the N-word when they're singing hip-hop music? This is a controversial question. And, and I didn't mean to no, do no, it's cool. the hardball. The distinction between er and uh. Yeah, it's definitely Hell a distinction. Hell yeah, that's why I love it. It's to definitely hear. a distinction. Um... That's kind of a tough one, you know what I'm saying? But I have no problem answering. Like I said, I love coming on here. So we'll ask it in two different ways. When they by themselves alone singing hip hop. Do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, cool. I'm glad we can agree on that. Now, the more difficult one. If you're in a group, Kanye's song comes on in public. Ultra light. You know what? You don't sing that fucking. (laughs) (laughs) You can go ahead and pick that out. Like you know, you know what I'm saying? No, I would. I would say don't do that. But if you're no, you're right. You're right. You're by yourself. I mean. Who's going to fucking know, do you think? No, you know but, what I mean? but when you're with people, yeah. you actually just got to be aware that yeah, you might offend someone. I'm, I'm going to out myself on the pod for doing something stupid. I was at my buddy's wedding. We were in a limo heading to the hotel. Ultra light beam I put comes on, on the music. It wasn't ultra light beam. I put on that album. Whatever song comes on that has the N-word in it like, comes on. I'm deep into the album. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk as shit. I definitely dropped it. Hard as fuck in front of all these people. I've ruined that after. Yeah, well, like you just said, you was drunk. And yeah, honestly, no, like, you're my really boy. Offended I, I know people. you would understand, but I was around new you people. You being my boy, we've grown up for so long, I know there's no ill intent and stuff like that. That everyone, it's a Well, really, that means a lot that you know that. It's a real gray area with certain They're people. Really, so I can't even sit here and say that I have no problem with you saying it because no, no, it's no, a gray no. area. I, mean, no, I don't want you to say that. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just, you know, you never know. So I would be like, yeah, you know, watch it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if we... You know, no, if we're, honestly, if we're just all hanging out right now in a song we play six foot seven foot after, after this, and y'all say I wouldn't get no fuck. I'm like, okay, well, you know, but yeah, yeah, in certain areas, I would say yeah. I understand why. It's just I understand why it's really hard for people to go around saying that it's okay to say it because that's Cause then just you like see the wrong people saying an unpopular opinion. <laughs> and if you're going around as a black person telling other people it's okay to say it. I feel like you can catch a lot of heat for that. You like you have could. to be very careful. It's about funny because like some people don't even know their history. Like one thing I realized, is people don't really know their history like that. Black people don't know that many black history and stuff. So That's they don't know where le- legit why police were made. They don't even know where the, that N word comes from. 
is legit. You know, is N E G U S, Negus, which legit means kings and queens. We were legit queens and kings and queens. But the only thing that everyone talks about in our history, really America's it's history, how, is slavery. Yeah, it's that's how it. Everyone used, thinks that's just it's how that's the what owners it is. used it. Exactly, and they used it to you know what I'm saying. And it was a diminutive. Like, yeah, but that's how I kind of feel. It's important to establish a differing use, like. The way it's been transformed into like Bob, we lost the conversation. No, no, we tried not, to take back the N word. No, I'm not going to use it in this example. But the fact it is wasn't cool. that to transform it from saying "Hey, slave, do this" to "Hey, my friend, let's get it." Like that is, and but also in pop culture, it's still used as like it's kind of frustrating. I wish all the rappers were on the same page. Like <laughs> we're going to transform this word into like a positive kind. No, but the way people do it all the time. Like, like rappers, I feel like different rappers always try to do that. And people like, okay, use it in dismissive way. ways too. Like they're yeah. like, I'm get out of here. And what? Yeah, yeah. Like all these <laughs> on my dick. Like, yeah, they use it in ways to put each other down. And honestly, like That's I respect the context. Like, the flexibility of the word, it's honestly become one of the most powerful words in rap. And, like, I respect it, but I wish we could, like, all come together and try to be more transformative. All the time. Even Eminem, the rapper Eminem, legit, has never said it in any song. He, I like, still wanted to go. I didn't realize that. I thought he had. Listen to all his music. He rap. I mean, he curses and everything in his music, but he's never said it. You know yeah. what? That's just a smart Exactly. Exactly. Smart. You know what I mean? Because he's understanding, like, okay, you know, I'm not going to say it. So... I think legit just to stay away from trying to be called any of those things, you know, kind of stay away from it. Like, Do you know, there's other sl- racial slurs from different ethnicities. Words. From different ethnicities, nobody says it in songs, anything like that, because they're like, okay, well, that See, is offensive that's why for them. I could never so be therefore, a I'm not going to say it. Just like even with black, I'm just not going to say it. If I was a rapper, I'm, I might be smart enough not to say the N word, but my dumb ass would definitely <laughs> throw around all the more obscure ones. <laughs> have you ever gone online and looked up like? the racial slur database, I have probably mm. a foolish decision because some of them are really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to list them because I don't want to spread the usage of Yeah, you can go, just, but I'll just you say can there's website one yourself. particular one. I'll say one of them. The one for lifeguards. They say it's a lifeguard-specific racial slur. Rock. You know what it's for, right? Because no. black people sink right to the bottom of the pool. So they say lifeguard, they call, they call lifeguards rocks. rocks. Rock, lifeguards call black people that. rocks. Right. That one is just funny because I've saved a lot of black people. And it's like, that's kind of no, funny. I'm telling you now, if I ever get into it at a public pool and there's a lifeguard, I'm calling him a rock and I'm walking off now. <laughs> you just should you me that. do it to him. Call him one. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here, you rock. rock. I'm like, he probably gonna take it as a compliment thinking I'm calling him Dwayne or Rock Johnson or something. Like, oh, okay, I look good. Like, no, that's not what I'm calling you. I'm calling you rock. But no, racial slurs are bad. But I do think they're funny. I think I agree with with Childish Gambino and Samuel L. Jackson on the subject. Well, Childish Gambino probably renounced this, but in his old stand-up, he said, "We're gonna lose a few people along the way, but white people need to start saying it so it loses its power." That was funny. But Samuel L. Jackson has just defended Quentin Tarantino because. People have called him a racist just because people say the N-word in his films. And I'm just saying, in Django, where it's literally a movie about a black Legit, guy freeing Leonardo slaves. Leonardo DiCaprio was so nervous before shooting that scene to say the N-word. And Samuel Jackson but walked up to him and said, Don't Fuck they kind of have to say it? Like, they're literally slave owners. If they don't say it, like... What, are people we pretending like, that the slave owners are woke and that they know not to say the term? I 100% agree with you. Me and Fred were just talking about something like this the other day when we were talking about, you know, um, Akon. You remember the rapper Akon? Yeah. 
he was talking about how we need to move forward from slavery and everything like that, and people kind of took it the wrong way. But what he's basically trying to say is that, you know what I mean? Like you said, that's one piece of part of our history. Can't, can't, we can't keep oh, talking. Oh, no, I'm, I'm no, just no, saying. Keep on. We can't keep just, if we keep holding on to that, therefore people can't grow. Like anything when that's it comes true. to, we can't keep growing from this if we keep talking about the situation or whatever like that. It happened, it's messed up. I'm not saying we should forget it. No one should forget it. But it's a situation of, okay, how do we become better as a people and coexist and go further? We got to kind, of, kind of stop bringing up. That's like getting back in a relationship with somebody and you keep bringing up something that they did to you before. Yeah, I'd say it's like more appropriate to focus on redlining instead of slavery. You, you know, know I mean? like it's just a more contemporary. So I get different. I'm one of those people who try to look at everyone's point of view. So I get that. And even like you just said with him, they got to start, you know, people got to start saying so we can lose the power of it. Like, I understand that. I get that point. You know, I no, get the logic. I don't even say I want people to stop talking about slavery. Like, no, I know you're not. I'm just saying in general. That's what we're talking about the yeah, whole econ yeah. thing. But I know you haven't said that. You know what I'm saying? I just think it does hold back the conversation a bit. Like, there's legitimate grievances, like current day grievances, and they can get lost in the discussion if someone like says we need reparations for slavery. Now we're gonna have a three hour conversation about that, and we're not even gonna talk about police reform. You know what that I'm saying? And that is a concrete example of like... One I of think it's crazy. Okay, so Bob, you're, you're becoming a lawyer, right? Yes. How many years of, of the law do you have to study? Three. Three. I mean, right. yeah, unless you're not three years. School, it's five. Five, three, five, six years. Yeah, or whatever. I, I'm like going to be done in three. <laughs> right, okay. It takes you... They said three years, right? Yeah. But to become a cop, it takes you six months to enforce it? I mean, you're right. It's really training in the You see what I'm saying? It definitely has to be some type of difference. So they can enforce it in six months, but for him to learn the whole fucking law, it takes him years to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know how the police were made? Slave catchers. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's... (laughs) I know like that star, what does that star mean? means you're out there to catch people's property. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly disgusting. It is. And so I feel like some people just don't... Again, that's why I think we're so divided because... I feel like some people don't know the history of because of that. Like I, I said with the whole social media. A few media. months ago, I didn't even know the history. Like, I was in a class called Chicago's Future, and this black girl in the class said, the fraternal order of police needs to be abolished. And all I knew about them is that they're a police union. And I'm like, abolish police unions? That seems a little bit inflammatory. Why are we saying that? After that class, I went and looked some shit up. I'm like, yeah, we should abolish the fraternal <laughs> order of police. Yeah, this but is a white supremacist organization. Again, that's why I fucking love you because you legit hear somebody else's point of view and you try to look it up and be like, okay, let me see where they're coming from and you did that. That's legit how everybody should be like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I mean, on the one hand, I can understand why the people in the police unions are blind to these problems because they're physically in them. Some people don't so know. They've been, even if they don't know. At that point, once you're in a police union, you don't know because it's in your interest not to know. Yeah, because okay. if you did know, what are you going to do? Say, oh, we need to abolish the organization that's taking care of my pension? No, you're just going to shut up and fucking accept that endless supply of money. Because, exactly. fun fact, here in Lombard, the police pensions are like a third of our, a third or more of the city budget. Even here, it's fucking crazy. They have too much power. But... Once you're inside and like that's what your family depends on, I guess I can see how you have a blind you're blind to that shit. Yeah. But it's kinda important that everyone else who isn't monetarily dependent on these systems and this history, we should be woke about it. We should fucking realize that these are fucking groups of white supremacists. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna take our white supremacy talk 
a little bit of a history lesson, and I'm going to defend you for not trusting our medical association. The American Medical Association is the oldest medical body in the United States of America. Guess what? Because they're the <laughs> oldest medical body in the United States of America, they also have a history of not letting blacks in. Mm-hmm. In 1895, the National Medical Association was created by Robert F. Boyd and other a group of other black doctors. Like it was mm-hmm. a black-only medical association. They were the first proponents for Medicare for all. They were the first people to say, "Ah, this segregated medical system's not working. We need to make sure everybody's covered, so we're covered." Um, but the fact is that even today. African Americans still receive poorer care than their white counterparts. Like African American women are three times more likely to die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. African American men and women are like two or three times more likely to die of like heart attack and diabetes. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy that these racial dis- inequities have still like have real life negative outcomes for black and brown people in this country when like People have been fighting for equal care for so fucking long. Yeah. It's honestly a shame that we don't have Medicare for all yet. Like, yeah. I'm not. And that's kind of why I am hesitant to say, like, black people need to move beyond slavery. Because, like, I think from a discussion standpoint, like, especially when you're talking, like, from internally, like, internal discussions among the black community, that might be very true. Because there's just, like, better arguments to be made. There's better, I don't know. The, no, no, no. the discussion might need to move forward. But at the same time, has treatment ever reached equal? No. No. And people want to say, oh, slavery was so long ago. What are you it complaining about? But we've never gotten to equal. So slavery was a long time ago. But right after slavery, there was fucking um, sharecropping. Sharecropping, that's just another name for fucking slavery. Then exactly. we get and black like, people coming to cities. They're hired last, fired first. That's fucking unequal treatment. Literally, I was reading about Chicago. Have you ever heard of the 1919 steel riot, race riots? Uh, yeah. Well, because of those riots, the whole reason Chicago's a basically a one-third white, one-third black, and one-third Mexican city is because the steel companies wouldn't hire black people, even though they were everywhere. So they would rather import Mexicans, Mexicans. than mm-hmm. hire black people. So, so, like, it's everywhere. And the people who say it's not about race... You need to open your eyes. You guys know when the Jim Crow ended? Where did Jim Crow end? 1964, 1965. Exactly. That wasn't that fucking long ago. Exactly. And even after that, there was still voter suppression. Exactly. There's still voter intimidation. So you got grandparents that some people have that have still not seen any difference of it. You know what I mean? Dude, it's not, it's far, it's deeper than that. Like, some of the things that create the inequality we're experiencing today are just pure happenstance that like there are people that you know in your life who've been stuck renting an apartment for the last 20, 30 years. They don't own where they live. But that fact alone has created a wealth gap between them and their white counterpart. I think (laughs) if you rent the same place long enough, that place should eventually be yours, to be completely honest. Rent Your landlord should only be able to profit so much off of handing you the place you live in. Man, you're going to talk the racial wealth gap, too. Yes, the racial wealth gap. It's, it's a real dope. thing. And a lot of it just has to do with, like, 
who you grow up around and like the type of advice you receive as a kid and like the circumstances you find like yourself in when you're like 18, 19, 20 sometimes can just end up like going on and on and on and on because people don't see a way out of their current circumstances. Exactly. Like, they don't know how to get out of their circumstances. I... Just followed my mom's footsteps. I, I saw myself on. I saw myself on a economic treadmill. Like I was earning. I was working seventy eight hours every two weeks at Top Golf and losing money. <laughs> but after like paying rent and like just living, I'm not like a very like ball out dude. Like it's not like I'm going out every weekend. But I'm. Right. I mean, maybe I was smoking my money away. But the fact <laughs> is, like... We were smoking our money it's away. Easy, keep it 100, dog. It's easy <laughs> to end up on this treadmill. And it's much harder to have, like... Especially in today's society where they're sending you ads, like, everywhere you go. That's another big problem with social media. Anytime you log on, they're selling you 10, 12 products, and one of them's going to catch your eye. Like, I understand, like, temptation... Has never been more wow, like they legit study the fucking temptation, dog. They legit when you're scrolling, they on the opposite side they can see it. Yeah, they can so see even what if gets you, stop you to click for like a good five seconds. They know that caught his eye, and then you're gonna see that advertising even a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm telling, you, like it's that is that surreal. You know what's crazy? It, I, I'm in like the the guns and trucks bucket in the advertising thing, and they'll mm-hmm. advertise me some crazy cool shit. Like they'll advertise me a, a night a belt. With a knife in it. First of all, mm-hmm. that sounds like you're trying to kill somebody, but I want one. But <laughs> I've been advertised really crazy shit. Like, I've been advertised body armor. I've been advertised gun making and ammunition manufacturing equipment. And now let me just fucking say, I don't think the founding fathers ever intended for people to have gun-making equipment advertised to them while they're sitting in their bed. That's a little bit extreme. I hate it. That is kind of fucked up. It is. What's the most wild shit that's been advertised to you? Yes. Like, crazy shit. Hookers. No. Wait, wh- seriously? No, I'm joking. I, just <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing the sights, like, no, hot think, single moms. Right, I'm like, word? They're looking for me? Like, no, they're, they're looking for me? Right down the street. In my neighborhood? Right, right now? The single right, yeah. moms looking to cheat are everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> fuck out of here. No, they're not. They really aren't. It's not that bad. No, um, I think the craziest thing I've been... It hasn't been that crazy. I think... I've been meaning to ask you this, oh, man, too. And you got to start watching more gun videos. They'll start advertising. <laughs> have of course crazy they will. Have you, like, noticed... you want an armored vehicle, bro? I'm like, oh, my God. Have man. you noticed social media negatively impact any of your, like, romantic relationships or Every interests? Time. Like, Oh, yeah. With me, I just feel like social media has kind of become this thing where, like, you can instantly just, like, break the tension. Like, break the mood. Like, they can just teleport themselves out of there and you don't and then at that point you've already lost because when you're the annoying dude who's like hey why are you on your phone the mood's already gone and it's just like they're, they're already out of the situation it's just an easy way to take yourself out of where you are in the moment exactly like, to me social media has an even more specific problem and that'll be I say something to somebody and they don't that agree. I don't want my girlfriend to see. It's not because I'm cheating or anything. I'm not a two-timer. It's just because you don't want your significant other to see everything you say to other people. That was just and it's just privacy. like in the past, if you wrote a letter, yeah, 
Your girl can't see the letter. You don't have record of the letter you fucking sent. <laughs> but every fucking text or message I've ever fucking sent is right in my phone. Uh, and I'm yeah. not a careful person. She's going to see that shit eventually. It's just inevitable. Me and, and my I'm going to get yelled at like over some stupid, stupid bullshit. Shit, exactly. And if you really were the sneaky one... Those texts wouldn't have been there for her yeah. to read. If I was sneaky, then you delete it. I'm not sneaky, bitch. That's how you catch me. Because I'm not. Like I'm not every, sneaky, bitch. Every time she's caught me, it's because I asked her to send a message for me on phone. my yeah. phone. Because I trust that I didn't do anything wrong. But exactly. in a woman's eyes, you've always done something wrong. Something. There's something. My dad always gets the saying is like, if you go looking for shit, you're gonna find it. Meaning, mm -hmm. no matter what, if you legit think in your mind, okay, that person has something malicious in their phone. And you go look at it. You're not going to find that thing that you think, but you're going to find something. You're going to find something to be upset about. I so mean, when I was dating my ex, I told her, I do not want you going through my phone or anything like that. And she was like, why? You have something to hide? I was wow. like, there's, there's nothing to hide. I don't care. Like, I will legit unlock my phone right now and show you anything you want in there. Yeah. Don't give me a chance to clean anything out. My whole thing is, I think it's an evasion of fucking privacy. It like is. I told her, I'm like, it for is. example, if your parents came to you and was like, I'm going to put a camera in your room. And you're like, what the fuck? No, don't put no fucking camera in my room. And they're like, what? What are you doing in there that you don't want me to see? It's not about that. It's legit. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not going to feel. So I told I'm her that. i it off. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's me time in there. My special time. No. So I legit, I think I fell asleep. Um, she was next to me one time and she actually went through my phone. And she, I guess she, I don't know what she thought. But she claimed that she didn't think I was cheating, but she got upset with me. Because she saw the messages that I have in my group chat with my friends, with Fred and Adrian, right? And that's, of course, where they're going to hurt themselves. Exactly. And so one of the things she tried to do at one point was she was trying to start a fight, and I knew it over text. And I screenshotted it to him and was like, I know what the fuck she's doing right now. And they're like, oh, she's so stupid and this and that. And she seen it, and she was, oh, yeah, her feelings were hurt. And I can't believe this. I thought they liked me and this is And I'm like... You shouldn't have went through my fucking phone regardless. Like that you know was I mean? a private conversation. I've got an even yeah. dumber one. Like I just said to one of my friends that I would ditch my girl to go hang out with them, which number one was a lie. Right. I wasn't gonna ditch my girl yeah, to go hang out with him. I was right. saying that to make them feel better. My right. girl sees the text, gets her feelings hurt. Like, I'm sorry, bitch. I was lying to them. <laughs> Not to you. I didn't leave you that day. You know I didn't leave you. Right. We hung out. You saw the text. Your feelings are still hurt. Oh, my God. It's just like, right. you don't say the same thing to everybody. Like you, If you're trying to be nice, especially... You're not fucking mean to people, but people got to go find what you said to other people and exactly. get their feelings hurt. Exactly. I mean, there is something to be said about, like, being careful with what you say and like being sure like whoever sees it it's okay but then you're not saying anything spicy then you're just not being an interesting person like yeah how am I supposed to spice up my conversations if I don't talk shit about my girlfriend a little bit come on <laughs> what else do I gotta talk about you're the center of my life bitch right I mean Eric, I, haven't been, I haven't seen you in a long time what's going on I've been in a relationship like that's the first thing that's gonna I think pop up and why you're in a relationship when you're catching up with somebody so to get this, I called my. I love you, Renad. My sec. <laughs> I, I had three college roommates. The third was the best, Hunter, my boy. But um, my second college roommate, Cody. I called him two or three days ago. I found out he got married. Without you knowing. <laughs> I think it's crazy. We're at the point where people are getting engaged and having children and shit. So I see it all the time on Facebook. I'm, oh my god! And I forget. Like we're like in our like, mid twenties. Oh like, oh, right, this thing. is the time to do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm okay. inviting you to my wedding, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm yeah. there. I'm fucking there. You know it. 
My wedding's gonna be big. You I, know who, who I heard who we've been talking to recently that didn't talk to us for years? Devaris Jones. Devaris, I yeah. actually hung out with Devaris a couple of times. I bet he did because yeah, he's still he, cool. He went to school with Fred. Yeah, he went to school with Fred, exactly. and then Chelsea Lasako, yeah, she's yeah, also yeah, in the yeah, group. Yeah. And so we all had like this thing downtown where we all used to hang out. So well, we we'll yeah. all have to get together Dude, sometime. I'm down, man. Yeah, I've hung out with Devaris a couple. So I haven't seen him in a minute, but yeah, he's been yeah, taking actually. COVID really seriously. Though, I understand because his mom has like. Leukemia and her immune system is fucked. So exactly. I I haven't seen. I got him a Christmas present. I, I don't think he'll get that for another month or two. <laughs> right for something. I can definitely get you that. Honestly, you should have texted him that today. He probably would have came. He was talking about podding with us this weekend. Well, I should have, but I'm glad Eric's well, here. If you hear I'm this glad. No, I'm honestly really glad we did this with just you. And I'm really thankful for you replying to me, man. Like no problem. Dog. That, I thought it was dope because I woke up like. Four or five o'clock in the morning, I just look at, you know how you look at your phone, you know, social media problems. I just looked at my phone and then Bob Fire things. Yeah, I was like, yo, like I thought this shit was dope. I didn't even know you were doing the podcast until you yeah, told dude, me. So I'm glad I told I'm you. I'm so glad we got to like, talk to you, man. Definitely. Honestly, same, man. everywhere I go, I, I tend to meet people that I want to have on the pod. Like a week or two ago, we met this Bernie bro at Zoomies. And I honestly want to go back and invite him on because Definitely do it, he, man. he just saw my shirt and he was talking to me. And I I have this other pod that I only did one episode of, the Burning Bro podcast. And I kind of just want to have people on there just to talk about why they support him and, like, what made them a fan of the Bernie Sanders movement. Because, like, still, even now, a lot of people don't understand what his movement was all about and, mm-hmm. like... I'm sure you understand why. Would I you have voted Medicare if Bernie was in the regular election? I believe so. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, this, but you didn't turn was, out for the primary. It's fine. Nobody did. It was fucking horrible. Dude. It was bad choices. Like last thing was the bad. I'm like, I don't know. What the fuck, I don't no, want to vote with either one of them. But okay. dude, I mean, I complete. Joe Biden was literally a friend with segregationists, man. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's some stuff. That I'm like, ooh, they're both kind of. Okay. But you know what I mean. All I'm going to say is he had a professional friendship with racists. It's not like he went out of his way to befriend every racist on the street. He, he befriended racists with votes in the Senate. I'm I pretty think sure you've seen this video. He legit said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Yeah, I, I saw him say yeah, that Yeah, he said that on The Breakfast the Club. That was fucking hysterical. I sent that to Fred. Me and him were laughing for like a good Quickest way. Quickest way to cut down the monolithic... Man, black people making memes and stuff. America. People taking people blackness away and just burning. <laughs> like, <laughs> not black. Like, it was fucking hilarious. Dude, that was a funny-ass car. I mean, was. you got that vitiligo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if there's one thing that's good about our current political climate, it's that it's good to laugh about. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, but some people can't... get so butthurt, I legit don't try to talk politics with certain people. I just be like, okay. Some people well, do get really butthurt. Yeah, so I'd be like, ooh, I don't know if I'm that's, gonna... that's why I didn't get invited to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like, like, oh my God. So that's what I'm saying. But that's such a big thing that I don't see why we can't coexist if people have different political views. And like, I don't. The thing is, if conservatives were truthful about what they really loved and cared about, we could coexist. Because they are the ones who are always like, I love America. I right. love freedom. And it's like, if you love America and you love freedom, I love America. I love everybody that's here. Mm-hmm. I love freedom. I want everybody that's here that wants to fucking, like, do wild, do crazy freedom shit, do it. <laughs> but a lot of conservatives, that ain't really what they want. They don't give yeah. a shit about 
all Americans because there's people that are in this country they don't consider to be Americans and they don't want all mm-hmm. Americans to have access to firearms, which is fucking confusing considering they're the ones that wave guns around all the fucking time right, telling us how great it, it yeah. is. Like, if you didn't want minorities to own firearms, why'd you, why did you make it look so fucking fun, bro? <laughs> exactly. Come on. <laughs> like, this honestly has changed a bit, but as a kid, middle school, I used to pay attention to, like, the types of shootings the NRA would like stand up and be like, this was unacceptable. It'd usually be white guys with their guns. But when exactly. a black guy gets shot with his gun, no, there's no tweet from the NRA. It's, it's just kind of despicable how their principles disappear when race is involved. Like, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely something. I'll tell you that. I've flip-flopped on my views on guns before. Right now, I'd definitely say... We got to keep the Second Amendment. <laughs> the government's too strong. I the, want my... I actually got a, my FOIA card. I'm trying to get my concealed. I just got my, my FOIA card. Concealed. I got my FOIA yeah. card. You got some classes? To get I your got, carrying concealed? I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to start. Right now... Not right now, obviously. I'm, I'm focused but on contact school. me if you want to. I, I will. I know, I'll be down to go Because they want to like... Man. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk after Hell the podcast. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I made I got my FOIA card. Yeah? And then I got... A medical marijuana card, which first and they took all, away from your FOIA card. You can't have both, apparently. I got mine after I got my medical. The thing card. is, I had both and I was fine until I lost, he lost his wallet, my wallet, oh, no. and then I needed a new one. <laughs> and then someone mailed my wallet back to me, and guess what? They can't I lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did done fucked up twice. That's so hilarious. He had literally. Kindness upon kindness, they sent it back and it's I in lost my house it again. somewhere. But yeah, let's hang on to house. Let me see this. That's what lets oh, me grow. Shit. Go get cannabis. And there's my. You're for you. Yeah, I want them to change the law so you can legally have both. Cause that's some yeah. Bullshit. I honestly that's don't dope, know how man. I have both. I didn't think they were gonna send me the Floyd the Floyd one, man. but they did. So I'm like, thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my wallet's like wet. That's weird. Um, but talking about the government and structurally keeping people down, the way they legalized marijuana in this state and in pretty much every state, I fucking hate it. It's clearly designed so that big companies and people with a lot of money are the only ones who get to grow fucking weed. Like $50,000 to have a craft grower's license. There was just somebody on the news, a black woman, saying how she's literally the ideal like, social justice candidate. Because they put that in the law that if you're in a community that was affected by the drug-like war, oh, yeah, yeah. that you'd have a better chance of, of getting, getting accepted. Shit. And these people have spent $50,000 just to keep this location. Like, because the way the they, weed, um, like, you had to have your location to apply. Mm-hmm. So all these people that applied, like, back they're, last November, they're right. renting a location during a pandemic... Paying rent that they're not allowed open, to open just to get approval from the state of Illinois. And I saw in the news that the state of Illinois in two weeks is going to send them deficiency notices about their applications and they're going to have 10 days to fix their applications and shit. And this is months later. Yeah. So you got places had their that wasted like money. I'm glad months. I didn't go through all this effort to right. try to go legit because it looks like a nightmare scenario for anyone who did. And it's just like, there had to be a way to legalize small growing. And that would have helped the actual people who suffered from, like, the war on drugs. Like, I'm a privileged person, and I looked at those requirements and thought, 
it isn't worth my effort to try to do this. How are poor people from Chicago supposed to go legit and grow weed? Like, that would actually be good. Is if your street dealer could fucking grow weed and become a legitimate business. Right. Like, that would be a fucking good thing. Exactly. I got this organic weed right here. I got it right here. You're like, what? <laughs> Home, locally grown, yeah. locally sourced <laughs> but, in Illinois. But honestly, Joe, the, Joe's literally talking about a news story that came on yesterday. And when I saw it, I felt vilified. I was like, so it's good that we didn't finish our application. <laughs> it's good that we didn't put in the work because or else we'd be out $55,000. Thank shit. God. <laughs> Thank God I didn't put in that effort. Because I'm still on the up and up. Like, nothing that's happened to me in the past year has hurt my prospects of, like, my future. Being out $55,000 would have hurt my future. (laughs) More than all the money I've ever earned. I don't need that kind of loss. Honestly. Dude. I understand. But I think we've done a good pod. Is there anything else you want to talk about? There's one thing I legit want to talk to Joe about. Because I was thinking about the other day before you hit me up. Hell yeah. Joe Lachetta Stendo. Do you remember in middle school, the Jasmine bass yes, had a crush on you? Yes, I remember this. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we used to always make oh, fun man. of you in the class or yes, whatever like yes, that. Yes, but yes, one yes. thing about Joe and Bob, they always been like, they're always good sports. Like, if we do make fun of them, they always go along with oh, it. It's not, you know what I mean? They know it's not malicious. Bro, so they'll be like, they'll go down. Dated yeah, and then you remember, you're like, why didn't you? Because Jasmine told me, she's like, I got a crush on Joe. And I was like, that's dope. And she's like, don't tell nobody. And I think you found out, and you was like, Eric, why the fuck didn't you tell me? And like, you were so mad. And I was like, bro, I couldn't tell you. He was like, why? Are we supposed to be bros? And I was like, Damn. I hear what you're saying. I'm like, but I could not because that she's like a sister to me. So like, no, it's like I you telling me something or whatever. Like, then I was thinking about that the other day. It was just so funny though. Like, Dude. I was like, yo, I remember when Joe was like, why the fuck you ain't tell me she had a crush on me or whatever. First so of all, my life is up. filled with like times where I find out way after the fact that someone I hate that. Me. Don't you hate that oh, shit? And yes. I'm like, bro, God damn it. We were in legit, I think freshman year. Some of the girls who moved away have had messaged me and tell me how many times they had like crushes on me and shit. And I'm like, why the fuck you ain't say nothing when you was there? Tell like, God now, damn it. Dude, Joe's worst thing was in high school. Oh, yeah, this girl, Wendy. Oh, she was one of my lab partners in mm-hmm. fucking chemistry. But no, I, I want to talk about Jasmine because, like, honestly, <laughs> definitely back in middle school, I was definitely afraid to date a black girl. Really? I'm be honest, I was definitely afraid to I ask out a black girl. Bob said I ain't scared of shit. <laughs> I asked her out at school, and she had said no, which had already happened to me. Mm-hmm. It would have crushed me even more than when, than when, like, Amber shut me down because... I don't know. You know how she would al- She already made fun of me and stuff. Anyway, I felt like if I asked her out and the answer was no, there would be, be a whole crowd of, of people yeah. making fun of me really loudly. And I was like, I did not want that. But it's just like, I just think I actually was like too shy and too afraid to actually date a black girl back then. I understand. But I wish I could have. Because Jasmine is cool as fuck. And yeah, she was bro. cute. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine, if you listen, you should come on anytime. Right. Shoot your hey, shot at Joe, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up on Facebook, Jazz. Joe say he's single. You, you got a nice got beard a going on, too. Mustache, you know what I'm saying? Looking <laughs> handsome over here. Oh, this beard's to make me look ugly. Because I don't want... I actually don't want to talk to another woman right now because I want to get my girl back. But also, Joe, she's gotta. the one who left me. I'm not just going to sit around and ignore fine women who want to talk to me. Right. <laughs> you know, I'll get you, Joe. I'll get you, But man. I won't go out of my Have, way. I'm, Have you I'm ever hermit. run into, like, any of these really depressed cuties out there? Like, I'm talking oh to this... Oh, my God, Bob. I, I've them. been talking to this cutie on Snapchat. Uh, I don't want to put her name out there. But, like, 
every day she sends me one message. Like, I, I, I just can't talk to her that much because every day I get one where she's like, I just wish I would die in 2021. Like, I'm just like... Bro, I've, I've, I've been through that. You know, I don't long. know what to how to respond to that. Yeah. I mean, I've been depressed in my life, but I've never been messaging people I barely know I saying... Wanna, yeah, I want to die. Yeah, yeah like, I've never been... Yeah. I just... I've had that though. That like turns me off so much that I'm just like, yeah. Because my thing is like, when I first start talking to them and they do that, it's like I definitely want to build you up. Like I don't mm-hmm, want you to be sad, mm-hmm. and I can like give great things out there. I'm like, yeah. And then like you said, it's like every day you're hitting me with the same shit. I don't know what to do at that point. Exactly. Like, I'm legit not a doctor yet. Like not even yet. I'm just I'm not a doctor. I don't know what. Like to I do. Wake up. I'd rather talk to you than a therapist. Eric. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hit my line anytime. Dude, a it's been so good. Ta- I wish we would have hung out more. Dude, this is the beginning. Switch. This is just the beginning. That's all I had to say. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Hang out with Eric. Like I said, contact me anytime. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you're Hanging such out a even good for person. this. Like, I'm down. And I know Fred and everybody's down to do it too. Yeah. Next time I come, I'm definitely gonna have the like, entourage. There are yeah. some like there are just certain people from Glenbard East East, and I'd honestly say they're probably mostly white folk. Um, who just feel like they don't need anybody from their past. Like Bro, right. did you hear about the four year reunion of like people? I heard about they didn't it. invite I heard it. Burn they, and all those people who set it up. Racist. The only black didn't guy they invited invite Eric, was James Manuel. Didn't invite Fred. <laughs> I swear to God. Didn't invite Devaris. I, I should have done black more man invited like, invite James people. Manuel. I'm going to say this out loud, James. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that, though. I, no, no disrespect to James Manuel, yeah. but I was like, he's an Oreo. Like, he's white <laughs> on the inside. Like, honestly, honestly because I've hung out with Devaris, and like I know how, like, don't exclude people just because they... I, I, there's a lot of black people out there, like probably a lot of well-off black people who feel excluded from their black communities because oh, they're yeah. perceived as white. Dude, and, but James, you, rich, you ripped me off on that cut cone knife so I can say you're white. No, nah, that was a good <laughs> knife. That was a good knife and we still use it. Man, legit, I am one of those people, like I said, I'm doing the whole acting thing. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to, you know, the music thing too. I'm, I feel like I am going to, you know, get Dude, to Dude, I think you're And ready. so with that being said, I love this community. Like, if you like ever want to try and do a song together, like, I, I got will you. find what's, the What's time. your rap name? My, my rap, <laughs> Baba Fire. Baba Fire? That's dope. Okay. Trey Vance featuring Baba Fire coming Hell soon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? baby. Wait, so how <laughs> no, do you spell I, your name on, on, on SoundCloud? T-R-E-Y. I'm going to link something E-Y? in this Yeah, pod. E-Y. V-E-Z. You see my logo pop up. It's like a lion with a crown. Trivis. But um, dude, I found it. Yeah. Hey. So like, honestly, like, I love this community. I really do. I talked to Fred so many times about like how definitely when we make it, I'm definitely gonna give back a lot because I fucking love. Dude, that I that's how town. I feel too, man. And I well, legit I went love to. That I grew up with you, Eric. I, you man, cool I love that I grew up with you guys. And I legit went up to Glenbard East and I talked to the deans and stuff. And I told them the same thing. They're like, "We have no problem you coming back and talking to the kids Hell and shit." Yeah, so bro. I'm definitely yeah. I fucking love that I came up here. And That's stuff what like I that. love about the administration at Glenbard East is they've always been like really chill about letting people some come of back. Like fuck some, some of them, but yeah, yeah some, of them are cool. some of them. Yeah, <laughs> but like just to, like as a whole, I've seen a lot of like. Glenbardi's alums going back there to like help out coach and like just Definitely. staying involved in like their community and I really have always respected that about Definitely, like yeah. the East community and dude just you're one of the best like I, I've had some people that I was like super close with in high school just like ghost me like just because they felt like they it wasn't worth yeah. like keeping me around like mm. and it's super awesome just to be able to hit you up so randomly <laughs> and schedule this and like 
I have no doubt we'll hang out like more in the Hell future. Yeah. Like I said, like, contact me. Do I have nothing else? Hell yeah, to do? bro. You know what I'm saying? Contact. I yeah, no my advice to the audience is there's a lot of great people out there. <clears throat> Even if the people who you were close with are treating you dirty, there's, there's people, people are great. Like, there's people you're not talking to that are worth talking to, and it's always worth living another day just to meet new people, talk to new people, connect with each other. I agree. Something you gotta love each is, other, people. Me, Bob. And Joe definitely grew up together since like fucking middle school. Some people, obviously, since you graduate high school, they're gonna, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna go they're different not gonna ways. See you and some people who have best friends back in the day, they grew apart and they don't talk to each other at all anymore. And I don't think it's always something malicious. It's just, you know, people, life, how life is. People move different places mm-hmm. and they just lose touch. I'm not one of those people that do that. I'm trying to, you know, anybody contact me, I'm definitely, you know, what's up? What's going on with you? So, yeah, no. Nah, don't take it, I say, to heart with certain people. Sometimes you grow apart. Sometimes you have different friends, you know. Sometimes people comes... get full of themselves. And oh, yeah, that's definitely true, too. themselves from you because they feel like they're better than you. And of course. You know what the answer and is you don't when need someone people, does that? You don't need those people Fuck them. Exactly. Dude. That's the... <laughs> fuck that's what I want everybody to take home tonight. What fuck, Joe just said. Fuck them. Fuck just... Russell Karras. Oh, Russell Word? <laughs> he never fuck had, Russell Karras. He never had nobody's back except his get own. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all got into it, Russell? <laughs> yeah. He's the one. He just ghosted me just because I was messaging him too much on Snapchat. He just that's like, fucking crazy. You know what's funny? I just seen him a couple months ago. Well, I was doing a house. He was next he door. He was landscaping. Yeah, he was like, "Eric, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And we well, just caught up. That's I'm crazy. I'm glad he's like chilling enough to talk to you, but he's well, Russell. Really... If you're balls enough to face us, we'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll always talk to Russell. Like I have so many memories with him. I was in Boy Scouts with him. I like have known him since first grade. He was actually like my elementary school bully. That is crazy. But like he we became friends in high school, school and like he actually came to visit me and hung out with some of my friends in college. And then once I'm graduated, it's like he's done with me. Like that is crazy. It, it is crazy. Like I'm sorry to hear that, man. I, that's, no, I just seen him too. I don't know everybody. The only crazy. problem with the world is there's too many cameras because there's a lot of people out there who are some snake ass bitches who deserve an <laughs> ass beating who are never gonna get it. But Snake ass bitches, yo. <laughs> I mean, Joe is dope. I'm sure it kind of had to do with him being still friends with my ex Megan and her. Megan who? Megan Morazic. She, Mar- Megan Morazic. She, I have no beef with her. She I, don't want to no hear beef from me anybody. though. She wouldn't want me putting her name on this pod. But guess what? Like, fuck you, if Megan. If you ain't right. gonna reply, <laughs> if you ain't gonna reply to Merry Christmas, then I don't need to worry about you hearing. Ooh, I don't need to worry about that. hearing back from you about this. I feel so, that, man. So, I feel that. um. Got a little shady at the end, but Eric, you're honestly invited back anytime. Like, I appreciate it. I will it was, talk. It was a we pleasure, will be man. talking. We will be in Hell touch. Hell yeah! I'm gonna watch some other stuff. We're gonna talk about some other stuff. Love shit. each other and stop thinking you're bigger than the people around you. We're all the same. Yeah, right. we're all part of a world community, and we I care about each other. Like exactly, boats we, and hoes. We boats live, and hoes. We live and die together <laughs> on this planet, and it ain't gonna fix itself. Exactly. Love you, everybody. Peace. <laughs>